everyone. My name is Adam. Hi, my name is Ryan. I think I stink tonight. This is Ryan and Adam's show where it's hot. I can feel, I can hear you tiptoe. <laughs> we can feel our, our hearts beating Heart in our chest. Beat. That song stinks. Yes, it does. And thank you for suffering through it if you didn't. I, I don't blame anybody for skipping these songs. It's from Manhunter. That particular song I can allow a skip. Which I, I like Manhunter and... The listener might not know what Manhunter is. Manhunter is, a, is a, I think it was the third movie by Michael Mann. Doesn't matter. The point is Manhunter is based on the book Red Dragon. It is the first Hannibal Lecter story. And it's the first movie to ever have Hannibal Lecter in it. He's played by... Um, Brian, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Which I think it's a pretty interesting performance. Yes. I think Anthony Hopkins is obviously better, but... Anthony Hopkins feels very, like, movie character. It's like, oh, he's supposed to be the bad guy. Calculated. Yes. Brian Cox feels very real. Yes. He feels like a psycho in an, in an asylum. It feels very, like, real. Yeah, it's also just the tone of Michael Mann's movies. Yes. There's a, a realness, a grittiness that Silence of the Lambs and Jonathan Demme. Which is a great movie. Yeah, it was a lot more theatrical. Amazing movie. It was that, amazing. that porn actresses from the cameo's favorite movie. Then they made Red Dragon into a movie. That was okay. It was kind of like a Silence of the Lambs sort of like light. Yeah. But uh, And then they did like Hannibal, Ridley Scott, the Adam's favorite director apparently, made <sighs> Hannibal, which kind of, I think sucked. I didn't even saw the whole thing. Wow, I forgot that he made that. And then, yeah. and then Hannibal Rising, because everyone has to have a prequel and an origin. It's all crap, but... Silence of the Lambs is great, and Manhunter is very different, but it's got William Peterson, who we've talked about. When, from did Dynamite. it come out in 86? Something like that. One of the first very, like, true crime, like, sympathy for the killer. Tom Noonan is the ki- I mean, it's a cool movie. Yes. But it's really fucking different than Silence of the Lambs. It's got a whole different kind of attitude. Anyway, it's filled with those shitty 80s songs that you kind of love because they're part of that, like, aesthetic, but you deep down also know that they stink. So if you want to feel your heartbeat... Check out Manhunter. That's Ryan's movie recommendation of the week. It's a new... Uh, book it. Yeah, book it. Bookmark it. That's a new segment yeah, on the show. Manhunter. And food of the week, Manwich. <laughs> so Michael Mann made Manhunter. You can eat a Manwich. Oh, man. <laughs> We've covered a lot of ground. Another movie, The O-Man. The O-Man. About a little boy with... Uh, I forget what he had. What did he, he have? He, he Ch- just, he chicken pox? He had a man. What was that? <laughs> wasn't that, um, oh God, wasn't that a, oh God's another movie. Wasn't that a Seinfeld oh though where Kramer, they're like, what's, George goes, what's the deal? Is, what is he, possessed by the devil? And Kramer goes, no, he's just a mischievous little boy. <laughs> <laughs> he like doesn't get the, the whole fucking premise of that movie. <laughs> or something like that. all for you, Damien. And it's all for you, listener. When you yes. hear on Ryan and Adam's show, we cater to you. Uh, we don't have a guest tonight, unfortunately. It's just us, sweaty, it's raining and outside. Unfortunately, no celebrities died recently, so we can't make did a I, joke about it. That I know of. I'm sure somebody did. Yeah, by the time you hear this, several celebrities might have died. Yeah, Tom Cruise died. We tried to get them, but <laughs> they didn't want to come on the show and they stopped returning our calls. Tom Cruise died. <laughs> We can't stop talking about Cruise, man. There's certain movie, there's certain things. That's what you learn when you get a podcast. You learn like the things that you're obsessed on, or at least that you're obsessed on, like publicly that you're willing to talk about. And like Cruise is one of those personas that for I, whatever reason, yeah, he gets brought up a lot. We can't stop talking Cruise. I wish I could have come up with the Cruise movie when we were like, if you're on the on the Cruise Cruise, and I like the signature Cruise, and I just couldn't do it. I, I thought could, you did. We went back and forth on it. I, he's he's done a lot of things I really like. I can't think of like the, the like oh that's so Cruise. <laughs> I mean, it could be Risky Business, it could be Mission Impossible, it could be uh, Top Gun. But then he's also got all these other really cool movies. You know, he's he's just he's been around, man. All right, we have to immediately stop talking about it. We need to put that on the Do Not playlist, oh, right right next to Marvel movies and Spider Man. Oh, Marvel! Can you believe? Uh, oh man, Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Did you see the news about that? I didn't. Yeah. I don't really know. The I, ins and outs of that. I know all about it, and my only interest in it was that it involves putting movies out on streamers, and I'm sort of interested in knowing whether or not that's the future. 
you know, or if they're... Yeah, it seems like this is this is the direction we're heading. Like, she didn't make... She had a percentage that she was supposed to make on theater releases, but because it was released on the internet as well, she lost, like, $30 million. I that, mean, uh, I see your point. That they I'd, be pretty, oh, I'd no. be pretty annoyed by that. And a lot of actors are losing money. And, dude, I don't know if you heard what's happening. You know, our, our, our one of our favorite franchises, what's going on with James Bond, is they're finally going to release it because they literally have to. At this point, because they kept marketing the fucking thing as they pushed it back mm. over and over... It is now has to make nine hundred million dollars just to break even. Which in this day and age, I think the the top movie was Fast and the Furious Nine, like during COVID, yeah, and that was like five hundred, six hundred million. Movies just aren't making as much money now. Now is that domestic or total box office? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. Because that's a ton of money. But they used to make like more. And so they're saying that there's no way this James Bond movie could possibly make that I, money. I don't think it could. And it's not on a streamer. So who's going to the movies now? I mean, we're going to see it and probably do a cast about it. But, like, I, I, there's no way it can make – and here, maybe what they'll prove, though, is that movies make more money in the theater than if you put them on the internet. Because you put them on, like, HBO Go or HBO Max, they're going to get stolen. Then people are going to be able to see them for free. Like, to me, it seems like they're going to have to start putting that – like, how could a movie mm. make enough money to make a big budget movie? And, like, are they going to have to negotiate? I don't know. It's just going to change the whole business of how movies are made. Yeah. And, and so, I don't know. It's just an interesting – I, I would be, it would be sad to see theaters all go away. The, my, my, one of my favorite movie theaters that we talked about on here in Persephone is gone. So, it's just – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> man. What am I? I'm not an economist. All I know is I like movies and uh, – I think the streaming thing is a little out of control, but it's hard to avoid. It's like if a movie's out and, you know, I give in. I give in to the temptation. I'm looking at Box Office Mojo here, just the top grossing movies of all time. This is the lifetime gross. You know what number one is? Avatar. Avatar. 2.8 bill. Listen. 2.8 bill. Now, I love movies, and I want them to be making money and to be spending money, but it's also pretty fucking disgusting when you think about where all this money could be going. I mean, look, a lot of people are like, does Scarlett Johansson, uh, Scarlett Johansson need the $30 million? And it's like, but does Disney? You know who needs it? Me. Me. Give me the $30 million. You know Put that num- in your you contract. You know what number two is? Um, okay, I guess. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. We can't talk about it. Yeah, I already know. I know. Is it Infinity Wars or Endgame? Endgame. Yeah. Avengers Endgame. I knew it was going to be one of those. Two point, almost, almost eight, 2.79 bill. Makes bill. sense. It makes sense. I'm not surprised with that one. Number Avatar th- surprises me. Number three. Uh, don't tell me. Um, give me a hint. We've discussed it a couple months back. Oof. I don't know. Just We say. watched it. Oh, Titanic? Yes. Still? 2.2 bill. It's because they keep re-releasing it, probably. Hi, Bill. Yo, nice to meet you, Bill. Yo, fuck James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, James Cameron's got two of the top three highest grossing let's, movies of all time. Yeah, and, and that guy can't come on our podcast. <laughs> that guy can do anything. Let's be honest. Like, Okay, wh- whether or not you like the Marvel movies or not, you can kind of understand why Endgame would make that money. Uh, Titanic? Okay, it was a time and place. Avatar? Avatar? You're going to tell me Avatar deserves to make that much money? Hey, man, it had a broad appeal. What can I say? What can anyone say? Super broad appeal. To make that kind of money? Forget about it. Yeah, you're right. It's all about the broad appeal. Number four. Can you guess what number four was? I'm starting to get a little lost in the woods. Huge franchise. It's a Star Wars movie? Yes. I'm going to say Force Awakens. Yes. Yeah. Two. Two Bill. I get it. Listen, dude. (laughs) You're bringing Han Solo and Luke and Leia back. You're gonna, you know, after 30 years, you're gonna make some money. Uh, you're gonna um, rack. You're gonna get some money. <laughs> yeah, I'll just real quickly. Uh, then Infinity War number five, uh, Jurassic World number six, The Lion King number seven, The, the Avengers. These eight, are these are all pretty good movies. I guess. Furious Seven. Fury is that the Paul Walker the one that came the dead out? Paul Walker one yeah um, I, I think it was the his that could have been it I truly don't know we're gonna have to watch all 1. of them 1.5 Bill and then Frozen two in number ten 
Wow. Real, uh, this real is why interesting they keep, uh, lineup. This, this is why they don't make movies. How'd you like to do that movie marathon, dude? I would hate it. <laughs> this is why they don't, although some of them are good. Are you above that marathon? Are no. you saying you're above no, that marathon? No, 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 no. I'm not above it. Just no, not it's, very o- long. it's okay to hate it. Yeah, that would be a very long one. I, I think um, this is why every single movie that comes out now is going to be owned. It's going to be like an intellectual property. It's going to be like, because look at that list. That's what makes money. Reboots, sequels, you know, franchises because people, it's got name recognition. It works. I mean, movies were always based on like books and stuff, but now it's like, forget it. You can't make a movie and make real money unless it is a part of some kind of insane franchise. It's just not going to happen. I'm curious. Or what, Frozen. I guess Frozen. That's that's the it's a sequel, but I'm I'm curious about the like adjusted for inflation type of thing. Yeah, that's where it gets confusing. Yeah, because you know, there's it's just more expensive to go to movies now. You know what I'm saying? You think Avatar will will, will make a lot of money? The second one? The second one? I don't think it'll make that much, but it'll it'll make a lot. Now, if you adjust for inflation, Gone with the Wind is the Highest grossing movie. Have you ever seen Gone with the Wind? I no, I don't think I have. No, I have not seen Gone with the Wind. It would be adjusted for inflation three point seven bill. Woo! It's been around a really long time. My word. And then the only other uh, kind of outliers on that are um, the Sound of Music, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Okay, you ever see Sound of Music? No, me either. You ever see E.T.? I saw E.T. What do you think about E.T.? Love E.T. I, how, could, how could you not love E.T.? I feel like I should like E.T. more. Wow. I'm surprised that you don't. You're like a Spielberg. I like. I just watched the documentary. But I like Spielberg. I was just telling you how much I love Duel. I rewatched that recently. Duel Spielberg's first, first movie. First, yeah, it was a TV movie. All right. Tell, yeah. tell the listener a little bit about Duel. Duel, which you've probably seen movies steal the premise from Duel before, like Joyride and such. Duel is this like nerdy guy who's like coming home on a long road trip to see his wife and a, he cuts off a truck and then the whole movie is this faceless truck. You don't see the driver. It's like Jaws where it's like a beast of its own is chasing this guy and like taunting this guy. Let me tell you, when I watched it recently, I am not a guy who is usually on the edge of his seat. I was like, I was getting anxiety from this movie. I was watching like, oh no, the truck's there, and like, get out of there. Like, it, it works. It's a solid movie, and I like, or I love Jaws. I've been watching all of them recently for for because um, of another podcast, but the first one is amazing. But E.T. Close Encounters. I don't know why I never got into them as much as I thought I would. They are good though, obviously. But yeah, Duel. If you're into that kind of thing, that's a fun movie. Yeah, Close Encounters, there's something about that. I just remember having to watch it in, yeah. was it Mass Media in high yeah. school? Whoa, did you guys hear that? And in, that was the fucking loudest thunder. Yeah. And I'm scared. Yeah, we got lights flickering. I got to call my mom. It's hot. Yeah, I got to call my dad. I got to end this sleepover. I don't, I feel very uncomfortable. Listener, call your mom and dad. Make sure they're okay in yeah. this lightning storm that you're surely experiencing with us. It's been crazy all this fucking rain lately. Um. Anyway, what were we saying? Yeah, Close Encounters we had to watch in school, yeah. And it was boring. I just never... It looks great, but I just can't see... And I get, like... Spielberg's obsessed... His dad, like, left his family. So he's, like, obsessed with, like, broken families. And that's, like, what mm-hmm. literally all of his movies are about. Yeah. Um. Like, legitimately. I think, like, maybe all of them. The only thing I remember about that movie is him making... The mashed mountain potatoes. and the mashed potatoes it means something. Yeah. And then, you know, the end, I remember and, too. Like, the shot where the little kid opens the door and you see like the light, the alien, the spaceship. Like it's a famous shot. Yeah. But um, I, I yeah, I don't love that movie. E.T., I really, really like, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't get into it like I thought I sh- would. But I'm not well, shitting on it though. E.T., you know, that's a, that's a cool movie. You what's know? your Spielberg? What's what's your Spielberg cruise uh, film? Oh, uh, it's it's either one of two. It's either Jaws or Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, yeah. Without doubt. Without any doubt in my head. I, those two are so fucking good. I those mean, movies are the best. Sign me up for Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you can't do you can't you can't get better than that. So that would say it would be one of those two, probably Raiders. But I love Jaws, but it probably would be Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, what what has he done more recently? Ready Player One is the only thing I can think of. He did, like, of. The Post. He's doing... Oh, yeah, I saw The Post. I didn't see it. He's doing a lot of, like, 
they don't look bad, but they're very like dry kind of movies. I haven't yeah. had a ton of interest in them. Post dry drama, yeah, kind of thing. I didn't see Lincoln, though. I kind of wanna. Yeah, <laughs> didn't we talk about? Yes, we yeah. have to see this movie. Speaking of, um, never mind. That was that was gonna be a really bad connection. I was gonna say, speaking of Lincoln. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Dean Lewis is in a lot of PTA movies, and PTA made uh, Inherent Vice, and I just watched that movie. It was going to be wow. a very sweaty transition. That was that was a sweaty transition. Yeah. Inherent Vice. Uh, Do you see it? Yes, I've seen it. What did you think? I really liked it, man. I, I was maybe a little too drunk. I've seen it before, though. That movie's all style. Yes, and that's literally what I was just going to say. It looks really great. It's, it's a PI f- film, it's right? Fun. Private. He's a private investigator. Yeah, it's Thomas Pynchon book. It's like, I used to read the Raymond Chandler detective novels. I used to really love them. And like those kinds of things, or even Maltese Falcon, those kinds of things like um, like that Lebowski are kind of parodying is, is, is what like Thomas Lynch, uh, Pynchon's book is kind of. It's this idea of like, you can't follow the story. Yeah. It's so convoluted that, there, and I love that genre, but you're just not going to be able to follow the story. And so PTA just like has fun with it and he just gets like z- zany with it. So Joaquin Phoenix is a private investigator yeah. and he's trying to find a, a woman or a girl. He, is that it? He was told that um, his ex-girlfriend visits him and tells him that, uh, the, this family is trying to send the husband to a mental institution to get mm-hmm. his money. And then he goes missing. She goes, everyone starts going missing. People are getting killed and it just gets more and more convoluted. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix is kind of getting roped into this. Like, it's like a CDLA kind of yeah. world. It's got good soundtrack. I, if you want to see a good PI movie like that, I really love the movie, the long goodbye, mm-hmm. which is an ultimate movie. And yeah. it's ba- literally based on, a Chandler novel, like Philip Marlowe is his like detective character. Yeah, in all the books, right? Yeah, and like The Big Sleep and f- f- all that. And he and so what they did is, and Lebowski was inspired by this. They took like a fifties detective and put him in like an eighties world. Oh, okay. And it's funny and it's really cool. It's I I really liked. Uh, who's who's the star? Long goodbye, Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. Yeah. Who's really funny and cool in it, yeah. but I don't really know him for much. It's one of Schwarzenegger's first movies. Oh, really? He plays a bodyguard in it. He doesn't really say anything, but he's in it. Oh, man. He has a pretty funny scene. Yes, I got to get on this. It's good. It's good. And the thing that we happen to be kind of working on right now is very much inspired by that kind of genre. Yeah. We have a secret project that we're working on, but we are not. We can't talk about it, because if we talk about it, it won't come true, listener. <laughs> Just remember that. If you talk about it... I mean, everything we talked about here, like 80s Michael Mann movies, detective movies, it it's does, all kind of wrapped up in that kind of shit. does not come true. Uh, oh, man, it's sweaty in here. I just had some starbursts. <laughs> I think you should know that the highest grossing movie in the year that you were born was uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Hey, is that true? 89? Yeah, 89. That's awesome. Highest That's a, grossing movie of the year you were born. That's a great movie. The highest grossing movie of the year I was born was Rain Man. Also good. Yeah. Also, it won Best Picture. Um, favorite Indiana. Give the Indiana Joneses an order, from best to worst. Uh, Raiders, probably the first three, kind of in order for me. So you like Temple of Doom more than Last Crusade? I think I don't know. Nowadays, you it know seems what? like everybody likes Last Crusade more, and I think Last Crusade is probably the better made movie, and it's got a really nice like message, yeah. and it's 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 pretty amazing. But and Sean Connery is so yeah, good. Yeah, there's just something about Temple of Doom though. It's so yeah. unique and like dark and cool. Yeah, it's it's uh, hard to say. Very problematic. I remember I wrote yes. I wrote a paper in college on Temple of Doom and how it kind of uh, it was a, like a race and media class, and it, I and I wrote my paper on Temple it of didn't Doom. Didn't age very well. No, it did not. But the but it's I, I like it. Yeah, it's a very it's a very simple kind of a premise, and actually isn't chronologically that's the first movie. Yeah, that takes place before Raiders. Why nobody? Who the fuck? Yeah, I know Spielberg didn't really like it because uh, he said it was too dark. Kids are getting whipped. Oh man, Spielberg's like, a big nerd. He I remember like that. freaking out during the heart scene. I loved it. Uh, My dad used to do it to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, Kalima, and he would stick his hands in our chest. I thought it was awesome when I yeah. was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I thought it, it, yeah, it was It was a little terrifying. I don't know. I, I was, I think I was one of those weird kids that like wanted to see the the shit that would terrify me. Yeah. I, I, I kind of loved that scene. But uh, 
Yeah, man, Indiana Jones. We're just a couple <laughs> of fucking sweaty white guys talking about Indiana Jones. We're just sweating it out, sweating the storm out with Ryan and Adam. Yeah, talking about movies. This, this now, this has been a nerdy one. Is yeah. there something else that we could talk about, or should we keep going down this? I mean, I got a, I got a whole list of high-grossing films here. None of them are, are uh, well, that's not true. Is your precious Gladiator on there? Uh, no, speaking of Joaquin Phoenix. Um, That's right, man. He is good. Yeah, that was not the top grossing film of its year. What but, was? But uh, you just saw Gladiator. Yeah, what was the top grossing film of that year? Was that 2000? I think, but you might want to, I think it won Best Picture. Uh, Mission Impossible 2. Jesus Christ. Which is a, a weak Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's probably correct. The, it, it, it's not as bad as I remember it when I rewatched them all, but it's it's probably my least favorite one i'd say definitely i think i've only ever seen the first three mission impossible movies and then i i stopped um too much every too one much of cruise. them every one of them was unique until the fourth one mm. they did a cool thing the first one is de palma mm. and so it has that feel the second one is john woo so it feels like a john woo movie it, it's true the third one is jj abrams so it has this very kind of jj abrams feel then I think they got Brad Bird, who's like the Incredibles guy. But then yeah. like four, five, six, all these other ones, they've all been really fun, but they all kind of feel like the same. They kind of lost that individual thing they were doing. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't want to say his name, doing extreme stunts. Yeah, hanging off things. And, yeah, hanging yeah. off airplanes. It's fun. It's, it, I mean, they're really fun. I've heard nothing but good things. They really are fun action movies, but they're just kind of... Um, it's become very repetitive, you know. In, not, not, you know. What are you gonna do? Man, we can't stay on one single topic, Our can we? Gladiator. Finally saw it. You've been hyping it. I was so like, so you had never seen it before. I've seen it. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I never loved it, and I, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll see it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. You're, you're above Gladiator. Why do I have to, like, can't I just not <laughs> like it? It wasn't. I, I guess so. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't regret watching it. You don't like epic dramas. That's probably true. I don't think I'm like a swords and sandals guy. <laughs> I don't think I'm a swords you and sandals. You watched all that Game of Thrones stuff. That's yeah, a that's like more... fantasy. Yeah. A dragon might fly by. And, and there's like So if a dragon was in Gladiator, you would like it more. It couldn't hurt. <laughs> the problem the, the problem with Gladiator is like yeah, because I there's something and I I just I just certain movies It's a revenge story, it's man. It's a little it's a little up its ass. I don't... And it's kind of dry. Yeah, it's dry. And I don't it's, think it's... I don't it, know. It's, 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 it's completely illogical, which is fine. But it's just like it wants to be important, but it feels very goofy to me. No, I, I don't know. I, I I'm not. I don't read that. I just couldn't get that into it. You didn't like Joaquin Phoenix as the uh, the weird incestualist maniac. No, he's great, and, and Russell Crowe is great. That's I think the first movie I remember seeing uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, probably in. Sam. Yeah, and yeah, his performance is like a little over the top, but I think it's that's him though. Yeah, it's kind of what the role called for. Yeah, he he always goes a little over the top, but like in a way that's good. It works. Yeah, and there's and like Russell that twist, you know, not to give too much away. It's not that crazy of a twist. I know, but and Russell Crowe, uh, he's good. <laughs> he just does this thing the whole time, you know. He's a stoic, a stoic hero. I'm Russell Crowe. Yeah, it's 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 fine. Yeah, you're just. He falls in love with this. This is weird romance that's kind of crowbarred in there with the girl, and then I don't know. Yeah, you don't and also, it's very impro like I said, it's improbable. It's like, oh, the guy who's my arch enemy is uh, a gladiator, but I can't kill him because then the people will like hate me. And it's yeah, like, because he who cares? You're the king. Just kill him. You're the Caesar. What are they gonna do? They were they would revolt on him back in the day. I mean, it's just, you know what happened to Julius Caesar? And then he goes out there and fights him. I know he stabbed him, but still, come on, come on. Why would he do that? It's just you're you're just. I don't know. I, look, I like. He it. fights him because the didn't they maimed Russell Crowe? Yeah, he stabs him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's and then you have that like at a, gr a great disadvantage. He's walking. He's got his hands on the grass and his family. And yeah, that's the thing. That's the only thing you think of is the the grass yeah. in, the, in the hands, <sighs> and you, and that and you're out. Like, I don't that, hate that. Was it? I don't hate the movie. I watched the whole thing. I enjoyed it. I'm sure in like 15 years I'll watch it again. I just like. You were trying to we were, where this discussion came in. It was like I said, Ridley Scott had only really done that I have seen 
like two really great movies. I saw like Blade Runner and Alien, and you were like Gladiator. And I, and I will add Gladiator to that list. And I saw it, and I don't think I agree. And I would add uh, American Gangster. And I saw to that, that on your recommendation as well. And I I I like that even less than Gladiator. Unreal. I thought that was very by the books. It was like let's just do a gangster movie and do nothing new or creative with I think, it. I think I think that it's more it's a more of a performance piece. I'm all for finding. Look, if I made a movie and it was dog shit, but it, Russell Crowe was in it, and everyone was like, "Yeah, but wasn't Russell Crowe good?" Fine, he's a good actor, but the movie wasn't very good. Oh, come on, man. Denzel's great in that movie. He does his thing where he's angry that he doesn't like everything. But I <laughs> I didn't really like – no, he's great. But I didn't really like – it's just – it was fine. It was cool. But it I wasn't – I mean, yeah, they're not reinventing anything well, about cinema. Alien did. Yeah, Alien and, did. And so did Blade Runner. And yes. that's why I said those are his two great movies. Yeah, you, you really like this inventive thing. I just think I, – I look at it like – did they? What do they add to it? I could watch other gangster movies that are better. So it's like, what is so special <laughs> about it? It's not that special. I don't know. Gladiator. You know what the problem with Gladiator is? It feels like. <laughs> a, tell me. Tell me the problem with <laughs> a movie that you like. It feels like it's part of this. A lot of people like. You know by the, the way. swords and sandals thing. What I mean by that is like <laughs> Troy. You know, it's these movies where it's like. Ugh. You're just you're just not into it. It's not my thing. It's not my genre. All I was, right. It was a fine movie. But it's not my thing. It's not your thing. It's not my thing. We're talking about heartbeats here on Ryan and Adam's show. We're going to keep it going nice and steady for you. We're just playing bad songs for you all day. This is Don Johnson with Heartbeat.
Ryan and Adam show. That was Don Johnson or John Donson with Heartbeat. I had no idea that he had a musical career, but that I don't know if he did have a musical career. Would you call that a musical career? No, but that song was terrible. Yes. And <laughs> since this is a podcast, we can call out our own music. I know I was told <coughs> this, this should almost go without saying, but when I took radio classes, yeah. they or they would always tell us, you know, don't bash the station's music. And it was interesting. It was often hard for me to do because a lot of the station's pre-selected music was not good. What was big then? What were you playing a lot of? Uh, I remember. I only remember the good stuff. Oh, um, you. But yeah, it was. It was a lot of like kind of indie rock sort of sort yeah, of stuff. And yeah. that's it was big. That was big back then. Extremely hit or miss. Yeah, but there was always gems, and I discovered a lot of really cool stuff. But I always forget you took radio classes. Are you using any of that on this? Am I? You tell me. I don't know. I don't know what you learned. You there. tell me, listener. Am I using everything I learned? I like the Casey in radio Kasem class. radio. Casey Kasem has. He's got a bit of a. There's like. Yeah, he's got a weird voice. He's got like a like a weird thing going on. It's like a a, a back of the mouth lisp. Yeah, I can't really. I can't really do it. No, but it's a great voice. They uh, they nailed it in South Park. There's when they're doing the morning announcements. <laughs> yeah, and there's that one kid. He's just he's just doing like Casey Kasem's voice. Is that voice. the kid that kills himself? I know someone like there's a morning announcement. And the kid gets killed on the announcements. Uh, <laughs> I forget which one that was. I, I don't remember. South Park. Speaking of like lame conversation over money deals, <laughs> did we mention the nine hundred million dollar deal they got? <laughs> I don't think so. To have seasons up to 30 and have four... These guys only made like three movies. Have 14 movies on Paramount+. Plus. But a, a, a nearly billion-dollar deal to do anything is they, at, like insane. They bought the Casa Bonita, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I found out why they got such a, a great deal. I mean, obviously, people are still watching, but... Back in like 07 or whatever, like right after YouTube came out, like nobody thought uh, streaming was ever going to be a thing. I mm -hmm. remember renting like Netflix DVDs yeah, and like not liking the streaming idea. They apparently, they were one of the first to be like, let's make this, uh, let's get on streaming. And they made a deal with, I think, Viacom that they would get 50% of whatever the profits were for their fucking shit oh yeah and so they kind of foresaw the few you know and then now it's the biggest thing ever so they have to pay them a shit ton of fucking money oh, really? to, ha to have them uh, to use them well That's I, what I just read anyway i don't know how true it is well i remember south park studio yes, their website same uh was one of the best things on the internet uh, yeah. about 10 or 12 years ago because you could watch every single South Park episode they've, ever. They've always been business savvy. I remember they they tried making a deal for the internet like and it didn't really work out even like I think before that. I think they always saw that coming. You know, you had to be one of those guys. Here I am bitching about like oh movies are going to be on streaming now. You you have to be one of those guys. It's like I got I have to see what's going to happen. And yeah. just and just fucking accept it and make money off of it. I guess they're those guys, and I'm not. Well, yeah, I mean, people take that for granted now. It's like, oh, yeah, you can watch anything. You could find any TV show and yeah. watch every episode you if you want. And you complain when you're like, why isn't this show on any of these six <laughs> streamers? But there was a time where you could only watch stuff if it was on TV. You, right. Or if you illegally found it on the internet. And that it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and that was a legal way to watch any South Park episode you wanted. It was the coolest on, thing. On demand, yeah. And like that was a huge deal. Yeah, you yeah. Know, 12 years ago. I remember they got rid of it and they went on to Hulu. It was very upsetting. Yeah. It was like, oh, now I'm not going to have them except unless I have Hulu, you know. But again, they were right. They knew that that was the way to go. But yeah, I mean, that that it's pretty incredible. That's an, an absurd amount of money. It's as much as I love those guys and I can't wait to see more shit by them, nobody should be making that fucking money. <laughs> like that's insane but whatever good for them what can i say what can i say i wish i was them and then they bought the casa bonita yeah which is pretty awesome wow well was, is that in denver is that where that is i know it's in colorado but they they grew up and they really loved it and they made that episode about it and apparently the food is like famously terrible so they said that was going <laughs> to be the biggest thing they were going to change about it oh wow was that they were going to try and make the food good hey well that's that's a good thing i think know? it's awesome if you're going to sink a you know, a couple million dollars into that and make the food better. And it's like, why shouldn't they? I don't know why more rich people don't do fun things like that with their money. And like, you you have so much fucking money. 
Well, I mean, a lot of rich people do fun things. I, I mean, guess, yeah. uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Jay Leno are out there with their classic cars. Yeah. Those guys are so rich, they, they get two cars. And they have one that they keep in pristine condition and one that they drive. <laughs> like, can you imagine being that rich? That's the problem with them doing stand-up and stuff. Is like, you have no... And I think it's probably even been felt on South Park or any of these things. You have no fucking perspective no grounding yes yeah you've lost it maybe you've had it for a long time i'm not saying it's impossible for you to relate to the average man but currently you have no fucking grounding you're in space man you're did, like you don't you have no idea what it's like to be a person anymore did you see that jerry seinfeld netflix special he did maybe two years i did ago? yeah what'd you think of it I think we might have even talked about it on the show i i i remember liking a lot of the material a lot of it was old material but it was it, it wasn't all great I didn't really like it that much. It wasn't, I'm almost afraid to say that. But. No, it, 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 I remember, I, I think Kyle went and saw him, and he does a lot of old material, and how much can I watch this guy talk about Pop-Tarts? Do you know he's making a <laughs> Netflix movie about the inventor of Pop-Tarts? Oh, yeah, I think I... At least that's what I heard. Yeah, I think I kind of saw... Is it like a, a documentary? No, I think it's like a it's joke. It's a narrative? It's like a, oh. a funny narrative about like a fake... I don't think it's true, but it's like... You know, no offense or anything, Jerry. He's never really made a, a kind of a narrative movie, I don't though. Think he, well, before. B movie, I guess. Well, that was that him? Did he write it? I know I he, he was the have, voice. I think he might have had something to do with the writing. Really? I thought he was just the the voice of the bay. Let's see. Uh, I'm the bay. What's am, the deal I'm with What's the deal with honey? <laughs> it's sticky. It's sweet. Do you remember when Jeff somehow stumbled upon a huge? I was with him surplus it was at said movie theater that uh, in the one in Persephone. they were he, giving out free b-movie posters so me and jeff stole like uh, eight million of them and they sat in jeff's car i think he still has some they sat in jeff's car <laughs> for 100 years we would throw them in people's open sky roofs and we would you know we'd do all kinds of i'm almost afraid to admit it because people might be like oh that's the assholes that fucked up my <laughs> <laughs> we had all these you know we never the statute of limitations is up on that yeah it's not like we were like Destroying property with B movie. Yeah, he's, he was one of the writers of B movie. Would you look at that? I told you. Yeah, he probably said. Wouldn't it two be a great idea? Had to get it. Yeah. If we made a movie about bees and that was it, then he just got all the money. Yeah, I don't even know if it was that. Remember when he dated a 16 year old? <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. No way. Come yeah. on. On Seinfeld, he dated a girl in high school. Did he really? Yeah, imagine Jerry Seinfeld showing up at your prom. I'm with, uh, I'm with Allison. Get out of here. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. here it is. Seinfeld started a four-year romantic relationship with Shoshana Leinstein, who was a 17-year-old high school student when they began dating. Early in their relationship, Spy Magazine referred to her as a legal voter since she had turned 18 by then. They dated for approximately four years from 1993 to 1997 before the relationship ended. I think he was in his 40s. She transferred from GW to UCLA to be... Who cares? Yeah, it's uh, a little she, weird. She gets her nails done at Tracy's Nails. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Well, the only thing I heard was 17-year-old high school student. Is And did you hear about like Horatio Sands, which I like, and Bob Dylan just kind of... Is everybody an asshole? Maybe everybody's an asshole. I don't know. Yeah, man, money. It's but, the money. Because I guess he can get away with it? I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> Jerry's might have learned his well his daughter I think is 17 or something like that or whenever she was 17 I think I think people were like this his daughter's friend that's a nice meet cute there's right? no way he still feels that way I'm sure he's like oh that was bad but he was a young rich dickhead in the 90s yeah I, uh, I don't I haven't heard many good things about Seinfeld as a, a man as a human I'm sure he's fine he seems weird yeah I don't know He's, he was, I don't. I wouldn't hang with him. Would you hang with Jerry Seinfeld? Only because he's I, uh, he's Jerry Seinfeld. But I was even saying like, Seinfeld was like my show for a long time, and then you realize like it's everybody's show. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's an amazing show, but there's like a cannibal in like Kentucky that loves Seinfeld. Like it's like, <laughs> like it's everybody. It's a it's an amazing show. There's a reason it's that popular. But like, yeah, what does that mean? I don't know this guy. He seems like a weirdo. I mean, I prefer Larry David. I think I'd much rather hang out with Larry David, but I don't think Larry David would ever want to hang out with me. So, well, yeah, if I had to hang out with either one, it's it's Larry for sure. I always think it's funny when girls are like, "Oh, I would have sex with Larry David," and it's always like, "That's because," and it, it's got to be because he's successful, right? Because if you met an old 
bald man <laughs> who made like funny but annoying like I love Larry David, but let's be honest, if he wasn't successful and you were hanging out with him and he was saying all the time like, "Why would you wear those shoes?" Don't you know? And he was like, "You wouldn't be you wouldn't want to bang this guy." <laughs> what was the noise that he was making? You were doing it earlier. Oh, the <laughs> I love that when he goes, "I get why horses do that. It's a lot of fun." Do it again. <laughs> so good. I mean, I love Kirby enthusiasm. Larry David, I mean, he's obviously amazing, but I regret that I didn't see his play. Oh, yeah. What did he do? A one man show? Or he did a whole play that he wrote. Something like that. Yeah, Fish in the Dark or something like it was, that. He was just one man, though. No, one no. Manning it? it was casted. No, it was casted? Yeah. Wow. I know. I would have loved to have seen it. I didn't see Book of Mormon either. I know you did. Yeah, I mean, uh, you should still be able to see that at some point. Probably easier now. I think it's like a whole new cast. and. Well, yeah, that that's how it works. I know. the height, But I, I, I like to see the original cast. Oh, well, the original cast is always the expensive cast. Also, Josh Gad was in the super, original cast. Yeah, and he's and, super famous now. And you don't like Josh Gad? N- no, I don't care for Josh Gad. Why is that? He seems phony. Yeah. He seems phony. He seems like he knows how he's supposed to act. <laughs> I have to. He he did this. Was him? Was it him or was it that uh, James Corden guy? I think it was Gad. He did a thing over this during the pandemic where he would get movies to reunite. Yes, actors, that was Gad, which was very cool. But it was always like, oh my god, can you say the line? Say the line. And then Yikes. he'd be like, uh, one ring that rules them all, and he'd be like, oh my <laughs> god, I can't believe he said the line. You know, and he'd be crying or something. And it was always like, what the f- you're a grown man. Like, what are you doing? Like. <laughs> I just, I don't, I just, I I think he's full of shit. I think he just knows what he, and I think that James Corden guy is the same way. Yeah. I've, I've heard nothing but bad things about James Corden. Like, what are you, you're psyched on the Beatles? Who cares? Yeah, I, I Who doesn't, again, it's I've like, heard that he's a very unpleasant man. I mean. Yeah, they just seem like I, phony. You know, I haven't met either of them, but I'm just going to regurgitate, and if they want to come out and sue me for defamation of character. <laughs> I'll I would frame love it. That. Yeah. I'll frame it and <laughs> yeah. put it on the wall. That's what I always say. We're still waiting for the cease and desist letters. At least I'm a big fan of Seinfeld's work. I have nothing bad to say about Larry David. I just don't think people would want to bang him. <laughs> I, I think I, I but Josh Gad I don't really like. I don't get him. Listener, would you um be interested in Larry David or Josh Gad? Email us. <laughs> The truth, Ryan Adam. Tell us which one would you want to spend the night with? Which one would you want to spend the night with? Uh, the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail.com. I'd pick, I would pick Larry David. Yeah, I would spend the night with Larry because, David. I, I don't want to have sex with either of them, but I, I just know I would have a lot more fun. <laughs> talk, I like the pillow talk would be more fun. <laughs> He'd probably have a lot of funny things to say during the pillow talk. I feel like Josh Gad would be like, Oh man, you ever see the Goonies? Say the line. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be asking you to do the truffle shuffle. Do it. Come on, do it. And I just, yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> he'd be asking me. Did he to really? Do the truffle did, he, shuffle. did he reunite the Goonies? Yeah, I think he did. All of them? He, 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 I, think, like, I don't know. He, I, got, I, he got Corey Feldman and yeah, for, Josh Brolin in the same Zoom room. Yeah, I, I guess that's the only way you're getting I, them in the same room. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> um, what's his name? Josh Brolin, who I think is great. I'm sure he asks every time he goes to like an event. Like, is Corey Feldman going to be there? Feldman's not going to be there, is he? <laughs> no, Feldman's not going to be there. Why would Feldman be there? He's not cool. And they go, oh, thank God. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, Sean Astin, who's also in Lord of the Rings. So I think maybe Gad and him just have a thing going on. But, I, yeah, he got a bunch of people. I think he did Ferris Bueller. He did a – it was fun to watch. It was cool. Sean Astin has had such a insanely – long and uh what's the word prosperous? I'm looking for prosperous career it's so cool you know he you don't even realize he was in some of the movies he was in people crazy there was like an online joke on twitter i'm not on twitter but it was an online joke where it would be like people would say like oh i, can't, I think what's his name and um i can't remember his name in stranger things but people would be like oh he's the you know amazing and then there was like be like a meme that would be like you know, Sean Astin was in the Lord of the Rings. Like, that's what he should be famous for. But then it kept going. It would be like, oh, it's Rudy. It's the Goonies. Yeah. It's the Goonies. And it was like, man, that guy, you know, Encino Man, which is not quite on the same level, but it was like, <laughs> man, that guy has had a fucking cool career. <laughs> yeah, he's been working pretty steadily since 1985. Yeah. Pretty he, incredible. And, and he's good. Yeah, it's like he was Rudy. Which I've never seen. you never seen Rudy? Yeah, no. I don't think you'd like it. I'm not going to recommend movies to you anymore. 
Not gonna do it. I've liked movies that you've recommended. Uh, I can't think of any, but I know it's happened. To live and die in L.A. Yeah. Per- right. There you go. Good. I was I was afraid you were going to say you didn't recommend that to me. No, you definitely have. Somebody else did. I, I've recommended things to you. I yeah, you've recommended pl- a lot of great things to me. You recommended Curb Your Enthusiasm to me all those years ago. Yeah, and X-Files. Yes. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. So that was huge. You're welcome. The leftovers. The leftovers made me cry. You are the only person, and I and I've I've told so many people to watch it, and you are the only one that watched it. So the fact that your response was exactly what I hoped was like, oh, awesome. That was oh, really, yeah. that was so cool. I was extremely invested. I know I in was, that show. I was so happy about. Whenever people are watching shows that I love. And they're like texting me like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. It's like the coolest thing ever. You know, it's like you're experiencing it again for the first time. Yeah, I just wanted to remind the listener about that because I imagine a few might have skipped that one because we did a whole yeah. episode, a very long episode on the leftovers. Yeah, this show used to be nerdier and I feel like this episode is sort of like a... Um, it's a callback yes, to the old days. It's a flashback to the nerdier ones where we, I think we were less interesting. <laughs> we weren't as funny, I think. I think that, you know... Yeah, this is a more, is, uh, you know, garden variety podcast. Yeah, this is like if you need to kill an hour, which is fine. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, it's not up to snuff with some of our best. Listen to these two jerk offs. Jerk off. Yeah, talk about movies. Big deal. You know how many people do that? Everyone's got a podcast. I don't like your jerk off name. I don't <laughs> like your jerk off face, and I don't like you. Jerk off. Ah, you fucking fascist! And he throws the mug at him. We're yeah. quoting a movie that nobody has seen, and I don't know any like uh, middle class white people that talk about it. But it's a movie called the, <laughs> it's a movie called The Big Lebowski, and maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. I remember seeing that movie as a kid, not you know in high school, and nobody really talked about it. It wasn't mm-hmm. super hyped. I just I had heard about it. You know, it must have been slightly hyped. I had heard about it, and I saw it. And I really liked it, but. The box on the movie said that it ended after an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So I kept looking at the movie like, how is it going to end at this scene? And then it would keep going. It was a very weird experience the first time I saw it. Then I saw it again, and I loved it. And I remember a few people didn't really love it. They didn't really get it. And I thought it was just going to be one of those movies that goes through the rotation, because that's how movies were back then when you would discover them. And then you'd forget about it. But that movie, like, it got more hype. I feel like that movie just kept growing mm. in cult following. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy, honestly. Yeah, it it went from cult to, you know, now it's just a beloved film yeah. by, by all. Exactly. Uh, you triggered my memory of something. Have you ever made a, a reference to a huge film and it went like, kind of like in a non sequitur way and it went right over the, the person's oh, head yeah. you were talking to? Because oh, I, totally. I have a funny story about that. I don't have any specific stories, but definitely that's happened. So um, my, my parents' neighbors, who I've known for many, many, many years, uh, my the one neighbor is knitting me uh, curtains okay. for my new house because I need some curtains. Oh, that's up very in there. nice of them. Yeah, so she's uh, making me these curtains, and one day I, I, I come back to my parents' house, I park the car, and she's out there, and we're chit-chatting a little bit, and I thank her for the curtains, and she says, oh, if you ever want anything, you know, embroidered on a, you know, a pillow or a jacket or this or that, just, just let me know, and I said to her, can you make me a wallet that says bad motherfucker on it, <laughs> and she just <laughs> did not... Oh, that's a all. tough one for them not to get because then you just is look it, like such an asshole. Yeah, because I would normally never drop an, a hard F, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, right there. And what did she say? She's just like, uh, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and did you have to say like, oh, that's from a movie? Yeah, I, I, no, I didn't say it. I just, oh, I just she's going to make you that now. Uh, that would rule. <laughs> I don't think she's actually going to make My it My older me. brother's friend had a wallet that said bad motherfucker. Oh, on it, yeah. And it was before I saw the movie. And I remember him being like, oh, there's this one scene, but I can't tell you about it. And I'd be like, come on. He'd be like, nah, you're too young. And of course, I saw the movie, and it had to have been the ass rape scene. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But he had a wallet that said bad motherfucker on it. Uh, one of my bigger... We're, of course, referencing Jurassic Park. Uh, one of my bigger <laughs> regrets of college was for a brief period of time, I don't know why I thought this was cool, but I did have the 
pussy wagon keychain. I remember that, yeah. From Kill Bill. And I actually, I lost it crowd surfing. The only time I ever crowd surfed, I lost those keys. Crowd surfing is one of the, oh man, the guy who found that must have been like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> crowd surfing is one, one of those things that as a, as, as a person that has always been fat, I just never could do. I think I've seen some heavy, heavy men. I just wouldn't. Surf. I would never. I would never. I would never do it now. I would never make a person have to carry me. Honestly, I, I never really wanted to, but you know, college is a is a hell of a time for like your a- old pal. So I I was at a butthole surfer show. <laughs> oh man, this is like the coolest story. Yeah, and I I, can't you be I cool was like alone. This? I was alone, and all these in t- Texas. Yeah, tons of people were crowd surfing. Oh, I guess man. I was nineteen, so I butthole said, you know, what? I want to know. I want to know what it's like. You know, I want to experience what crowd surfing is. And I, I went up and I went like all, you know, you go all the way to the front of the stage, they help you down and then you just walk back out. Was it weird? It was really weird. It's an and, excuse for people to grope people. I yeah. Feel and like. it's just kind of like a crazy, you get like kind of a, like an adrenaline rush because you're like, you're not in control of the situation. Yeah, you're being tossed around. Whatsoever. And they could drop you at any second. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. They can grab you. How do you fall down? Like, how do you come down? Um, they bring you, there's a very small space for security between the stage and the, uh, the crowd, the audience. So they just gently, they, and then the security guy will help you up. down and then you just walk out god it's like it's like I, was so, I never thought it i would was never so, do it again i never thought it was so regimented and like i would never recommend it for anyone older than 19 that's that's the cutoff for crowd surfing um you know how I would was not the butthole re- surfers concert that's pretty sweet um I think they were sober by then it's probably very different yeah it, i i remember gibby haynes he was wearing about 12 white t-shirts <laughs> on top of each other with different things written in Sharpie on them, and he just kept taking them off and throwing them in the crowd through the whole were, show. Were you too shot out to remember it, though? Um, no, That's I, I kind of remember. I remember I I really only knew Electric Larry Land, yeah, the yeah, album, yeah. and they I don't think they played a single song off wow, of it. So they played a lot of material that I didn't know, and it was a lot of just loud guitars and feedback. And First concert I ever went to was uh, Primus. Oh yeah, didn't that that concert get like shut down yeah, because, when you were there? Yeah, because they were oh dude, that was an experience. I'm like 16 and uh they opened with Harold on the Rocks mm. and the crowd they 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 packed it too much. And the first band Rasputin or whatever Tina or whatever, mm. people were booing and throwing like glow sticks at. They people were furious cuz it was taking forever. And so uh, they came out, they played Harold on the Rocks and the crowd just fucking charged the stage <laughs> knocked the barrier down fucking exploded us we're kids i i, I was thought i was drowning in people yeah. and finally people helped me and chris i don't know what happened to everyone else they're dead i never found them again <laughs> but they helped me and chris over to the side and it was just i remember they had to shut it down unless claypool was pissed and i remember and this was before i was drinking and concerts have changed since then <laughs> i don't remember them as well yeah. but i remember uh, we saw Primus again years later like Team Wing Group opened for right. you were there yeah. and I remember two kids coming out of the mosh to, to the back and they were all thrown around they were like whoa it was crazy up there and I was like I was these guys I was these fucking guys yeah it was it was a really weird thing I've never been a mosh pit me guy. either I didn't I, know what was gonna happen as a audience member and as a performer I've always hated the mosh pit it's just I think it's so funny when you see these mosh guys and they have these oh. very specific moves, moves. yeah, They're like they, I wish I could. They punch the ground yeah. or they spin their arms. Yeah, the they, arm spinners and ground punchers yeah. are, are two huge. And then they jump and they mosh ju- characters. Oh, we're so we're getting out of our aggression at our moms. And they run and they jump into people. I'm mad at my stepdad, so I'm gonna run and jump into this guy. So he's like, what are you, what are you fucking fourteen, you baby? I think it's the the dorkiest fucking thing ever well i gotta say at that primus show you you know people have been killed at concerts oh yeah like at the who that who famous who concert i was legitimately scared i mean yeah. I was, this is my first concert i've ever really been to somebody uh died at city field last night at the oh, uh sucks the dead and company show that i think there have been many dead shows where um i guess it's uh, audience members have fallen to good, their deaths good for the name of the group then huh i, I don't know well I mean, the Mets can't be the only people dying at City Field. <laughs> but um, <psh. laughs> I was going to ask if it was Mr. Matt that died when you <laughs> said that. 
I, I don't know, man. I just think if you're out there, if, and then you get these guys that would jump into girls, they would oh, knock yeah, people down. Go and then they're f like, yourself. And then you yell at them, and they're like, "Hey, man, just get out of the mosh, then." Yeah. Don't go in the mosh, and you want to be like, <laughs> you're like, there was a Simpsons where Bart would punch the air, and he would go, "If you get in my way." And you get punched, it's your fault because I'm just like doing this motion. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the mosh pit. The most juvenile fucking thing. Like people are trying to enjoy themselves, dickhead. I, I don't I don't get it at all. I remember uh, when we were in high school, there was a local show and a dude they the you know, the crowd was moshing with the band. Yeah. The dude did a guitar flip and he hit some girl in the face. Oh, it happens all the time. Gave her a black eye, I think. I've seen dudes knock girls down and like I'm not a hero, but me and like former guest Nick and some of the bigger guys would have to be like, All right, like don't yeah. do that again. I'm I'm not gonna fight anybody. But it was just like you'd you'd have to do like cause you're watching this and you're like, it's just a guy beating people up. Yeah. And he's getting away with it and then saying, What I'm I'm moshing to this amazing punk rock music. The punk rock music <laughs> is so rebellious and tough. And it's just, it makes me angry. They're singing about President Bush. And I'm getting all, and I'm getting all riled up. I gotta punch somebody. Wait, you were doing a kind of a rant about pop punk bands from high school before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saying how they all stink? <laughs> I don't ever understand, like... Whatever, you grow up with it, you're a kid. You Whatever. Were, you were listing them all off. Yeah, know. like I was saying, like Blunk 182 and like Sum 41. Blunk 182. Yeah, Blunk 182 and Good Good Charlotte and all that. I don't know anything about any of those bands. I could, like, Yellow Card. All, all of our peers really liked those bands, but we didn't. I never got into no. them, and I always felt like an asshole. No. Like, why don't I like this? I mean, I guess, like, all the small things is kind of catchy. Like, I just was like, <laughs> but why am I not getting into this? And it's like, then you get older and you're like, I feel like I dodged a bullet. It's like... Oh man, I wasn't one of those little kids that like ate his own boogers. It's like I wasn't one of those little kids that liked that fucking garbage. And if you like it, that's fine. I'm not like, I'm not saying that my opinion is better than yours. I'm just telling you my opinion. I just don't like, I never really liked any of those. Every, bands. every time you tell me your opinion though, it, there's like this caveat in, ingrained in it that it's better than mine. I think that's one of the reasons why I sometimes. It's find it hard to deal with you. <laughs> it's partially, yeah, but you know what it is? It's partially for the show. Right. Like, it's not fun to come on the show and be like, oh, I guess they're okay. People can like them. It's like, I got to, you know, we're doing yeah. a show. We're doing a show. We're entertaining you, listener. But, yeah. you know, not anymore because we're out of time. Wow, that went fast. Um, that was fun. It went well, I think. Yes. And uh, we got a lot out. Yeah, we'll be back next week. It was or... like a mosh pit for me. I got all my aggression <laughs> out of my stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, my mom uh, made me fucking wash my socks. <laughs> I am so angry. All righty. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We got one more heartbeat for you. What a stupid theme that was. <laughs> All right, guys. This is a good one, though, I think, right? Yeah. Um, I don't have anything to say. I think, I think I've said it all. And have a good time and uh, all the small things.
Thank you.